guidance or care. Now, if anybody needs guidance more, tonight, I think it is you and I. Hallelujah. Because we are going to face a new year and we need direction. Guidance as you sit in your car and you, you plug in uh, uh, the address of where you're going that you have never been. You, 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 you wholly trust on the GPS system to carry you through and through to your destination. Hallelujah. And tonight we are going to talk about how God carries us through. The Bible, the dictionary definition says that divine guidance or divine care. How God is going to usher you through the steps, through the light, through the dark spots of the year 2022. Divine guidance of God. That's what providence means. But also, also uh, another way is also God's conceived, God conceived as the power and sustaining and guiding of human destination. Hallelujah. That is what providence means. Now, we are going to talk about the seven pillars of, of the altar of this providence. Hallelujah. Does it make sense? So we are talking about the altar of God's providence. And on this altar, when we talk about an altar, an altar is a structure. If we can call this place an altar of God. In the, the beginning, uh, in the times past in the Old Testament, the people of God were told to slaughter animals and offer them on the altar of God. So they will bring an animal here, put it on the altar, set fire on it, and they will burn and the sacrifice will go to, to God. That is the altar. So the altar is a structure. It's a physical structure. And tonight we are talking about seven pillars. So if this was the altar, there's going to be pillars on which the altar rests. So seven of them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hallelujah. And if your altar of God's providence rests on these seven things, then you are going to have God's divine providence through and through the year 2022. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but there are several things that we as young people, as old people, as middle-aged people are going to need God's guidance for. And it is important that we rest upon God's guidance in everything that we do. Otherwise, we can beat about the bush. You can waste years. Some people have wasted years. When I was in college, I wasted a full solid year. And today, I regret. I wish I hadn't wasted that year. Because I thought I was going into business administration. I love business. And then I did some, you know, some accounting classes here and there back in Yukon, Hartford campus. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I've been doing science all these years in, in the place that I was born. Now I'm here and I, all of a sudden, let me just go back to my science. Had I known that the science is where I was going to do, I wouldn't have wasted that time. I didn't have the guidance. Hallelujah. So if you lack guidance, you, we waste time. Some of us will waste time if we don't. God forbid, tell anybody, God forbid. You are not going to waste time. You have to have the divine guidance, the divine GPS on you. So if God is guiding you towards what you have to be, you won't waste time. If I hadn't wasted that one year, how many years I've worked now would have been plus one. My mortgage would have been done plus one year. Hallelujah. But I wasted that year. Hallelujah. Because I didn't have that divine providence concerning what I wanted to do. And today we want to go into 2022 having the guidance of God in every step we take. We'll be confident and say that, yes, this is what I'm about. Why? Because God's divine guidance is you. You, have, you are resting on the seven pillars. That makes you uh, clear about things that God wants you to do. You have divine providence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read something from Ezra chapter number 8. 
verse 21. 21 to 23, as a matter of fact. There by the Ahava Canal, I proclaimed a fast so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all our possessions. Verse 22. I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because we had told the king the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him. But his great anger is against all who forsake him. So, verse 23, so we fasted and petitioned our God about this and he answered our prayer. Hallelujah. So this is, as you all can remember, we just did a harvest, so you probably remember. This is a group of the Israelites led by a man called Ezra who asked of leave of the king of um, wherever they were to leave and go to their own land. Because some of the Jews had already left, but yet still some of them were still in captivity. And so they went. And the, the thing that I love about this man is that he did this by prayer. So the first pillar of God's altar of divine providence is prayer. Everybody say prayer. So as we move into 2021, the first pillar upon which your altar must rest is prayer. Ezra did not just go and say that, oh, King, we want to go. But he followed it up with prayer. Hallelujah. He said, as a matter of fact, he, he added fasting. So if you want to be in God's divine providence, if you want to be in God's guidance, if you want to be able to rest in God's direction and God's GPS too, uh, through and through the 2022 that we are going, one of the key things you should rest your life on is the pillar of prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Prayer and fasting. Sometimes, I mean, somebody may come, I don't know, but you may be proposed to this year. Somebody may come to you and tell you, I want to marry you. Hallelujah. Everybody knows that marriage is good. It doesn't mean that all marriages are good. It doesn't mean you can marry anybody anyhow. But if you are the person who rests on God's divine providence, you will seek God's face by prayer. Hallelujah. It is good when they say they love you. But your first altar, the first thing on the altar you do is to bring it to God in prayer. Ask God, ask the face of God in fasting and in prayer. There are certain things that we cannot play, I mean, play with. In your life, I'm just using marriage as an example, but it could be your education, it could be the job you want to take, it could be your career, it could be anything at all you can think of. In 2022, when it comes to your decision time of about anything concerning your life, beloved of God, you have to bring it to the altar. And the one pillar of that altar is prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So Ezra brought it to prayer. And one thing he also said in his prayer is that if we go as a man of God, as a woman of God, you go and you make any decision anyhow, people will see and they will be like, ah, man, these are not the people who, who say they are Christians. Are these not the people that are going to church every Sunday? These people who always praise God, testimonies here and there. Hallelujah. Let it not be 
that people will say something that questions our God. Hallelujah. And that is why you have to seek the face of God in anything that you uh, encounter or endeavor to do in 2022. Hallelujah. He said that, hey, if we don't, we, if, we, if God doesn't protect us on the way, as I was asking them, as we go through the year 2022, if God doesn't protect us on the way, we have been saying that we have faith. We will live by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. If God, by chance, doesn't protect us and something happens to us on the way, oh, people will say that, you see, even the Christians, God forbid, hallelujah, amen. So 2022 is a travel time. It's a time, I, I like to call it a journey of time. Even though we are not moving out of this world, we are journeying through time. So from January all the way to December 2022, you are traveling. Hallelujah. You are traveling. Everybody is traveling. It's a travel through time. It's time travel. That's what you say. Hallelujah. And for you to be safe, you got to go to God for divine providence. And the pillar, one of the pillars is what? Prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's read also from 1 Kings chapter number 18. Yes, thank you for projecting. Verse 41 through 46. Yes, NIV. Okay, I'm going to read with you. Uh, oh, you didn't change it here, Kofi. First Kings. Chapter 18. Verse 41. Elijah said to Ahab, Go, eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. Hallelujah. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Camel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. Go and look Toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times, Elijah said, go back. The seventh time, the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Hallelujah. We'll go on. But where I want you to take a big note at this point, we're going to go back to this scripture again, is in verse number 42. So Ahab went off to, uh, to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed. Everybody say, Elijah climbed. He climbed the Mount Camel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? This is a man of God. This is a man that God speaks to all the time. This is a man that doesn't need to pray, if I should say, because he was a friend of God, you know. This is a man that little kids were, you know, were teasing him, and he could call uh, uh, stuff to come in. <laughs> this is a man of power, powerful man of God. Hallelujah. And yet, when it came to the time that he needed rain, and as a matter of fact, if you read in First Kings again, chapter number 70, let's go there. First Kings, Kofi, uh, project for me. First Kings 17, verse 1. This is the man 
He himself prophesied the drought. He himself prophesied. Are you there? Yes. He said, now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, as the, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Hallelujah. He himself, <laughs> he himself prophesied and told Kinehab that there will be no rain. It's going to be severely dry. There will be serious drought. Hallelujah. And yet when it came time for the rain to come, instead of him to just prophesy and do that, it, it didn't happen. So the Bible says, in, now going back to 1 Kings 18.42, it says, so Ahab went off to eat and drink and, climbed to the, uh, and, uh, and Elijah climbed to Mount Camel, bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Now he is praying for rain. Hallelujah. The man stopped the rains. Now he's in trouble. He's praying for rains. Hallelujah. Beloved, in 2022, you may make a mistake. Tell a neighbor, you may make a mistake. Hallelujah. Come on, tell him, neighbor. You ain't going to be right all the time. Oh, come on, speak Akata with me a little bit. Neighbor, you ain't going to be right all the time. But when you make the mistake, come back around and pray, and God will hear you. Hallelujah. Amen. This is a prophet of experience. He himself made a mistake and promised that it would never rain. It would be dry. Now, now, he needs rain. But he didn't, he just said, oh, as for this mistake that I did, so I'm just going to live with the consequences. No, he didn't just say that. Elijah didn't say that, oh, I sinned. So if I've sinned and I don't go to church, after all, nobody knows. I don't go to church. Uh, my relationship with God is somewhat some busy bazaar. So maybe I'm just going to stay home. No, this is not the kind of person that God made friends with. The Bible says that even though he made it dry, he also came. And the serious thing is, he's, the Bible says that he sat down. My coat is nice. My shoe, I don't want to sit down. I will sit. He put his, his head in between his knees, like that, like chanting, and made serious prayer. That's agonizing prayer, looking for the rain, that his own mouth stopped from coming. Hallelujah. So, beloved, in 2022, when you make a mistake, remember this day that you do not bury yourself and say, that, oh, I'm done. No, you are not done. Tell but you will never be done. Oh, come on, neighbor. You will never be done. Because God will hear you if you pray. Hallelujah. Because we are human beings, you will make mistakes. The moment you cease from sinning and making mistakes, you are in heaven. That time, you know you see us from the sky. And then you look down and say, that, oh, praise him and PR people. But as long as you are here, you are going to make mistakes. The Bible says we are not sinners. We don't live in sin, but we make mistakes because we live in a sinful world. Now, you go to work, somebody will make you angry, and you say something seriously hurtful. A believer, hey, it's you, hallelujah. Don't be deterred by that. You rise up again, put your head in between your knees like Elijah did, and pray for forgiveness. Hallelujah. That is how 2022 is going to be. I don't know if I'm prophesying, but I'm telling you, young people, old people, middle-aged people, and myself, that when we make mistakes, that we will not make it the end of our Christian life. We will not make it the end of our lives. We won't say that, oh, that's for me, pardon my essay. You, who are you? 
Even Elijah humbled himself and prayed. And not only him, David did the same. The Bible says that David was a man of God's own heart. This man, God loved and called him as a friend. Friend of God. He sings and, play, and plays the instruments to the extent that God is so, I mean, he, he's a worshiper. And yet, this is a man that stood on his porch and looked on a woman bathing naked and said, hey, this woman looks good. Go get her for me. And even that, when he realized that when he comes back, God will accept him. When he came back, God accepted him. Now, who are you? Are you any close to David? Who are you? Self-righteous. Hallelujah. So much as you try and be holy, God wants you to do all the right things. But I'm here to tell you that when you fumble, do not be depressed. Do not call yourself a failure. Do not call yourself an outcast. Do not call yourself, I can't do it. No, go back. Put your head in between your knees and pray. And the same God who heard Elijah will hear you. Hallelujah. So on the altar of divine God's providence, you need to have the pillar of prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's move on. You uh, could read from uh, 1 Kings 17, 2-9, and it will give you even more, more things that Elijah did after he said that there will be no rain. At some point, the Bible says that he couldn't even have food to eat. So, God sent birds to feed him. He made the promise. So he himself caused the drought. And yet God was supplying his food. Birds, ravens were feeding him. God said to him, go and lay by the brook. And I will send ravens to feed you. And the Bible says that after it was so dry, he still didn't say, Lord, after the year, let the rain come. He still held on. The Bible says that he went to a woman called, uh, uh, the woman at Zarephath. And he had, uh, the woman had prepared some food. That he was, she was going to eat and die. And this prophet was going to gypt this woman for food. Hallelujah. And yet, in all these things, God was with him. So, beloved, let prayer be one of the pillars that you rest on even in this 2022. The next pillar is the pillar of faith. Everybody say faith. Oh, come on, say faith. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Hebrews 6, uh, Hebrews 11, 6, now, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him, oh my, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. You can do all the things that you can do to make God look at you as the most perfect Christian. If you don't have faith, you cannot please God. You give all the offering. As for your tithe, give it. Everything, righteous, holy, do everything. If you don't have faith, you cannot please God. Pleasing God is a big deal. Hello? Pleasing God is a big deal. And the Bible says that if you don't not have faith, you cannot please God. So beloved, this 2022, let faith be one of the pillars on your altar. One of the pillars upon which your altar rests. Hallelujah. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. Ah, anyone who comes to God must believe that he exists. Some readings say he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently or earnestly seek him. 
Hallelujah. So in 2022, as we are venturing there, in 2022, believe that the God you serve, he exists. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you seek him this year, this coming year, you will find him. He will reward you. Oh, hallelujah. That is his promise. He wants you to believe in him. Have faith. Know that you serve a living God. Don't just walk around like you have no God. You know, talk like you have no hope. Live like you have no hope. Live like, you know, some, some of us live like there is no tomorrow. Because the words we even speak. Hey, uh, as for me, I'm waiting on. Maybe perhaps, perhaps not. No, that is not a believer speaking. If you're a believer, your words are positive because you are believing that the person you have come to, he is, and he rewards those who seek him. Oh, hallelujah. So in 2022, prayer and faith, believe that he rewards those who diligently seek him. And if you will seek him this coming year, Oh, I am here to promise you, and I'm prophesying to you, that whatever your hands find to do, it shall flourish, because you are not going to achieve them with your strength. Oh, my, 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 my. Hallelujah. If it is your strength, then forget it. Hallelujah. If it is your knowledge, if it is your capability, your degrees, forget it. Hallelujah. It ain't about you. It ain't about you. It is about him who diligently... Hallelujah. And it is about him who rewards those who diligently seek him. That is who it is about. It's not about me. That is why I'm not here thinking that I'm going to go to 2022 because I'm living good. Oh, I'll do the exercise, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to lift some weights in my basement, all right? Hallelujah. But ultimately, living through 2022 is not what I did. Because what if you do all those things and you go in a car and boom, car crash, you die? You see what I'm saying? So the ultimate person who gives our life to us is him who diligently what? Who rewards us. Hallelujah. It's that person that rewards. And he says that we must believe him. We must have faith. We must know that he is. Hallelujah. He is not a, a, a folklore. It's not a story that we hear. If you are here and you have been coming to church, you have been going to church because your parents make you. 2022, we want you to know God for yourself. Hallelujah. As I was speaking last time, go to another level of your knowledge of God. Have, uh, have, have, have something different. We are going on. The next one, that launches me to the next one because of time. The next one is relationship. Everybody say relationship. So we have the pillars, seven pillars. The first pillar is prayer. Second pillar is faith. The third pillar is relationship. Everybody say relationship. Hallelujah. Relationship and connection. Everybody say connection. Oh, come on. Say connection. Hallelujah. And 2022, God wants you to connect with him again. God wants you to connect with him. To have a different level of connection with God. You know, not just the going to church every Sunday kind of Christian. But a connection level which makes you feel that something is off when you don't say prayer in the morning when you leave the house. Something is not right with you. Ah, I said, that is why I didn't pray when I was leaving. Connection with God. 2022, God wants the connection, relationship 
with him to be, to be revived. Hallelujah. If you do that, he will provide you with the GPS for 2022. Oh, hallelujah. That is his providence. His providence. Because you are connected to him. 2022, God wants you to connect with your families. Some of us, especially some of us men, either we are not homo. We are home, but we are not home. Hallelujah. I'm home. I'm in the basement. I don't see the kids. The kids don't see me. And I'm all by myself. Hallelujah. Even though I'm in the house. 2022, ah, let me connect a little bit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Connect with family. Now, this COVID has taught us how connection with family is so important. People died because their families could even be by their bedside. They are sick and they use iPad video to, to see your, your, oh, your, uh, your mom, uh, your dad, or God forbid, not you, but you know, their mom and their dad or whatever, they are dying. And they just look on video and watch them die. Connection. Imagine what kind of relationship they had with their families, you know, with, their, with those parents, with those family members, when they were not sick. They were probably not even saying hi. They were probably not even seeing eye to eye. Always, you know, fight arguments here and there. 2022, make it a point to connect with family. Hallelujah. You may be in college, you may be far away, but make it a desire to be connected to somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. God makes that as, as, as another important thing about humanity. That is why he did not just make us as individuals. He made Adam, and as soon as he saw Adam alone, he said, no, 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 no. This, this is not right. This man is too lonely. Hallelujah. Let me make him and help me. Let me make a connection for him. So God has seen and he has made us as beings who must be always connected. So if you're not connected, there's something always off. Hallelujah. Amen. Even in mental health, the, the one of the signs of uh, you know, mental health diagnosis, people who are withdrawn, means that there's something that's not going right because they're always, they don't want to connect. It means to professionals that there's something is wrong. Hallelujah. So how much more we who are believers? The Bible says that we must connect, we must connect with each other. Now, Elijah was a prophet that did not connect. He did all those good stuff, but he was a loner. And so because of time, hey, we only have 15 minutes to 12. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We have to run through because I want to hit all of them. If you draw my attention, or I draw my attention when it is five minutes, at least we have to pray. Hallelujah. So this man was a man who was a loner. So even after he prayed for the rain to come, after he killed about 450 prophets of Baal, after all those big, big achievements, he had no friend to talk and celebrate with. So when Jezebel threatened him, he ran away. It baffles me. After you killed 450 men, prophets, and then the woman says, hey, you, you know what I'll do to you? And then Elijah started running. No connection, no friend to celebrate with. Nobody there to say, oh, Elijah, don't be intimidated by this, uh, this woman, devil. Nobody to tell him any positive thing. He was a loner. So the moment he heard it, he took off. But if he was connected to somebody, if he was friends with other prophets, they would have said, oh, Papa, Papa Elijah. Oh, relax. This woman is just an Umja. Nobody is there with him. A loner. Tonight, don't be a loner in 2022. Hallelujah. Connect with God. Connect with family and make friends. It is not bad to make friends. The only thing is bad 
about friendship is if you, if you choose the wrong friends. Because I always say that in, in our adage, I don't know if you, if you remember, our adage is show me your friend and I'll tell you your character. You don't have to tell me that you love God. If I know your friend hates God, I know you are a God hater. That is our, 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 our language, right? Yeah. But apart from that, if you can make the right friends, that is sweet. Because friends will give you joy. Beloved, don't be a loner. I know that the systems in this country can make you alone, especially when there is COVID. And says, I don't go here, don't go there. It makes it more sense to just be by yourself. But in 2022, God wants you to be connected to somebody. Tell your neighbor, connect to somebody. Hallelujah. Connect to somebody. Amen. The next thing, because of time, is that other pillar is joy. Everybody say joy. I don't want you to forget. The first pillar is prayer. The second pillar, faith. The third pillar, relationship. And now the fourth pillar is joy. 2022, God wants you to have an altar with which one of the pillars is joy. Now, Kofi, help me. Let's move fast. Proverbs 20, Proverbs 10, 26, and Proverbs 11, 10. Quickly. Proverbs 10, 26. Yes, sir. As vinegar to... Now, go to NIV, please. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so as sluggards to those who sent them... No. That's not what I read. Unless I got a, a scripture wrong. Is that Proverbs? Okay, let's go to Proverbs 10, uh, 11, 10 and see. I probably quoted the wrong scripture. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perishes, they, there are shouts of joy. Hallelujah. When the righteous prosper, the city what rejoices. And when the wicked perishes, there are shouts of joy. So if you are going to prosper as a man or woman in 2022, there's got to be shouts of joy. Hallelujah. All right, let's move on. Isaiah 12, 6. Isaiah 12, 6. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion. For, the, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. Shout for joy, you, PRWC. Shout for joy, people of PI. For great is the Holy One of Israel among you. So being joyful is a command. It's not something you choose. As for me, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to uh, go to this school. Because there's that school. Joy has nothing like that. It's not like, ask me, I don't want to be joyful. I want to be sorrowful. Joy is a command. It is something you are told. Just like uh, the Bible uh, scripture tells us, don't sin, don't do bad stuff. And it's a command. You follow it anyway. This time, joy is a command that you have to be consciously working on to be joyful. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to another scripture. In Philippians chapter number 4, verse 4 to 8, and that will make you know and believe more that it is a command. The Bible says, I rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. So having joy in 2022 is a command. Tell your neighbor, having joy is a command. Hallelujah. So you got to consciously look for joy. Hello? This is Paul saying to the Philippians, he said, rejoice in the Lord always. 
And then he said, wait, 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 wait. I'm not just saying that. I'm saying it again. Rejoice. So God wants us to be joyful. Hallelujah. He's not, he's not happy when Christians are always sad. When Christians are always like, look down as the people who are troubled. I say, no, 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 no. That is something that is not biblical. God wants you to always live in joy. So let one of the authors, when, if you want to receive divine providence, God's guidance and divine GPS direction for 2022, learn to have your altar resting on joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when your altar is filled with tears, you drive God out. You drive God out. We are not saying that you are not going to face troubles. We are not saying that you, 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 know, you are not going to be poor or empty pocket sometime. We are not going to say that maybe you won't be sick. No. We are saying that when you are going to God, when you are a believer, even in those times, rejoice. That is why Paul repeated and emphasized that rejoice in the Lord. And I say it again, oh, rejoice. It is a command that even in the midst of trouble, live some joy. Oh, hallelujah. Live some joy. Even when everything around you is crying, find joy somewhere. Put a smile on your face. Beloved, you have to make it happen. It is you who has to make it happen. It's not going to come from anybody but you. Hallelujah. He says that in verse 5, Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. All the problems that are going to come around, don't let them make you anxious. Live like I don't care. Carefree person. Hallelujah. You just do your part. And this college is, is getting hard. Steady. If you study and you go and it's not working out, go to the altar. Ask God. That's the prayer. Oh, maybe there's something I have to do different. But you don't have to say that. Oh, mommy, I didn't mean yeah, yeah. No, that's not what God wants you to do. Do your part. If you don't do your part, then you have to watch out. But as long as you do your part, God wants you to be able to smile about it. Because hey, my study, my ambassador, why should I cry? <laughs> if you if you didn't study, <laughs> hallelujah. If you didn't study and you failed, then it makes sense that when you cry, cry yourself and say, oh, I did a message now. But if you did your part and it didn't work out, praise him. It's a lesson. God is teaching you something else. Just go to God. Go to the first pillar of prayer and wait and see what God thinks about that situation. Maybe he wants a different path. Hallelujah. So do your part. But let no anxiety come. Hallelujah. The Bible says that but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Hallelujah. And the peace of God, the peace of God will kill every anxiety. It will kill every depression. It will kill everything that makes you seem troubled when the peace of God comes. Hallelujah. The next pillar, the fifth pillar, is pillar number five. Knowledge. Everybody say knowledge. Seek to upgrade yourself, your level of knowledge. In all areas of life, know God and know yourself. Some of us, we don't even know ourselves. We don't know ourselves. You are 20 years, you are 30, you are 50, you are more, but you don't even know yourself. If somebody comes and asks you, who are you? Me, I'm adulting. Adulting who? Oh, sometimes I preach. That is not you. 
Hallelujah. I want to know who you are. Know yourself. Take time to study who you are, your weakness, your strength. As for me, when I'm around the opposite sex, I, I, don't, I don't feel good. So I have to watch out. That's my, my weakness. Know yourself. As for me, when, when, I, when I go to church and we pray and somebody screams around me, I get intimidated. Oh, that's you. It's good. Know yourself. I, I'm just using just simple examples, but know who you are. Hallelujah. If you know who you are, then when somebody behaves some way, you would appreciate them more because you know yourself. Hallelujah. When I, be, when I began to know my own weaknesses, I stopped judging people. Hallelujah. Because at that time I knew, oh, same as me, you're weak. Same as me, you're weak. Me too, I have weakness. So I stopped judging. But before that, when I didn't know myself, I thought I, I was the most audacious. I see everybody do this. Look at her. Look at him. Going to hell. Because I didn't know myself well. Hallelujah. So know yourself. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. And let that be a pillar. Know the current affairs. Know things that are happening around you. Some of us are in school. We don't even know what is going on around us. Know. Have knowledge and a sense of knowledge about things going on around you. Exodus chapter number 35. Verse 30. Exodus 35. Then Moses said to, Israel, to the Israelites, See, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uriah, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, wisdom, and with understanding, with knowledge. Everybody say, with knowledge. And with all kinds of skills. So God himself appreciates what the importance of Five minutes, hallelujah. Amen. The rest, I'm going to read them, and then when I get time, next time we'll continue. So with knowledge, hallelujah. So now, the sixth point is perseverance. Everybody say perseverance. perseverance. That's the sixth pillar upon which your altar must rest. Don't, not giving up in life easily. Persevering all the time. Hallelujah. And you can find scriptures in even the one we read about Elijah. When he said, go and check if the clouds are there, the, the servant went and checked. There was no clouds. He kept praying. He said, go and check again. If you want, the Bible says that he did that seven times. That's where I get my uh, seven pillars from. He did that seven times. Each time the servant went, there was no way. He said, go. Persevering. If it was you and I, the first two times, oh, the rain ain't going to come. If it was you and I. But Elijah persevered. He persisted. Seven times. No clouds, he said, go. No clouds, he said, go. Then the seventh time, the Bible says that they see a cloud like a hand of a man. Are you going to persevere in 2022? God will not fail you. Hallelujah. And the seventh one, which is the last, was to sacrifice or to worship. In 2022, when you have no prayer, just lift up a song of worship. Oh, let worship be one of the pillars upon which your altar rests. Hallelujah. Worship God like never before. When, all, when you have, not, sometimes you can go through something and you are out of words. You, you don't even know what to say. Lift up a song and worship God. Be on your feet. We are going to pray for the next five minutes as we enter into the year 2022. Rabo Sakataya. Talk to God and say, God, upon these pillars, I want your providence to rest. This coming year, we are praying that as God, God will give us a spirit of prayer. 
Open your mouth. The first thing we are praying, God give us the spirit of prayer. Open your mouth. God give me the spirit of prayer. I want to be able to pray like never before.